Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ground Karate Podcast. My name is Clay. Thank you very much for tuning in today. The Ground Karate Podcast is brought to you by all beginners of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and it is here to help you not suck so much in your first year and few months of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. All right, let's rock and roll. I have an excellent question coming from Amber. Amber is one of our blue belts at Vagabond and her question is, how do I not broadcast my next move? Amber, this is an awesome, awesome question. Um, And it's going to deal with a detail. And it's a detail that is often missed when teaching beginners uh, because you have to get a fundamental of a position before you can find those small details. And those small details are going to be called transitions. So if I am moving from your closed guard to your side control, I have to pass. And inside the pass, whether it be a Toriando, whether it is a leg drag pass or whatever type of pass that you're getting into here, um, it is going to be the moments during and between breaking and passing the guard. Like the minutia of these techniques is ridiculous. So these transitions are oftentimes where the fights are won or lost. They can save your life quite literally, or they can get you run over real quick. Transitions, transition, transitions, transitions. So this is a large part of tells. So something you'll often hear me tell my beginners, and not just my beginners, my advanced students also, is that combinations are paramount when it comes to effective effective attacking. Transitions... And combinations are paramount whenever, um, uh, whenever we're talking about effective passing, or excuse me, uh, effective attacks, whether it's a pass or a submission attack or whatever it is. So this can be a quite deta- this can be a quite detailed question um, because we'll get into like different positions and things like that. But not broadcasting positions. And changes of positions is best going to be disguised in combinations. Whenever you watch two boxers go out and only throw right hands at each other, just bombing on each other, right hand after right hand after right hand after right hand, that is absolutely no setup technique. They're just haymakers. The jab, an effective weapon in itself, is a preemptive strike to the cross, which is the right hand in most cases. Sometimes the left if you're opposite hand. I hope that makes sense right there. So if I'm going to throw my jab first, my, my hand out there, I'm feeling it for distance. And behind that is going to come the major attack. So I may threaten a jab. I may threaten a Toriando pass. Let's go back to jujitsu. I might threaten a Toriando pass, but my opponent has read the pass before I can make it. Go the other way. So what happens most of the time is that you have a set number of things that you do before you do a technique. Sometimes your instructor will call them out. One, two, three, four, whatever the sequence is, but this is the sequence that's the sequence that you follow. And you got to remember that your partner is oftentimes going through the exact same drill that you are. 
So their timing of that drill is already been made aware. See? Like they know what you're going to do because they just did the same damn thing. So setting up something uh, is going to have to be behind something else. So whenever we're starting to get into transitions or we're getting into, excuse me, combinations, not transitions, whenever we're getting into combinations, you need to be able to, to string one, two, three, four, ten passes together before you ever pass that guard. Because the higher rank that you get, the harder it's going to be to pass the guard. The harder it's going to be to submit the person. That's why oftentimes you'll see black belt matches that they don't move for eight minutes of a 10 minute round. Now, a lot of the rule set has changed, so we don't have that type of stalling involved anymore. Uh, but oftentimes you'll still see a heavy, heavy stall game um, in a lot of jujitsu. So transition, or excuse me, combinations are going to set up better attacks. A good jab will make for a fantastic cross. Vice versa also, a fantastic cross will make your first attack super dangerous. Let me put that into jiu-jitsu terms. If you just have the meanest leg drag that anybody has ever seen, let's, let's take to a submission. If you have the, just the nastiest arm bar from closed guard that anybody's ever seen, they probably know inside your own gym. They're going to stay away from that. So what they're doing is training how to avoid your best positions. And on the flip side of that, you need to be training how to either A, capitalize on that avoidance with the same submission or combination something else. So if I'm going for an arm bar, but I know they know it's going to be there, there's triangles, there's omoplatas, there's sweeps, many transitions that we can get into just from a failed submission. Telegraphing is, is very common at the uh, the beginner stages because literally you don't know that you have a left side or a right side. If I'm left-handed, I don't know that my right hand exists. I'll take my brother as an example here. Um, he's right-handed and heavily dominant on his right hand. Every day he's in class, I tell him to let go of the thing that is in his left hand because he will hold it until whatever's in his hand dies. And if that's an inanimate object, that dude ain't letting it go until the bell rings. It's, it's wild to see, but it's very, very common with beginners. So just do one thing and then change your mind. If you're really good at the arm bar, act like you're going for an arm bar. Do everything that you've got for the arm bar. Hit a flower sweep and then arm bar. Remember, the path of least resistance is sometimes taken by force. Sometimes that path of least resistance, or excuse me, sometimes that force that I'm trying to get to the path the path of least resistance is blocked heavily. So the force won't work. So then we find the path of least resistance, take the sweep, and then end with our end goal in mind, which was the arm bar. You must put combinations together. 
Amber, I love that question. Uh, I live in the transition. I live in the scramble. I live in the combination. Um, I am not a one-trick pony. Most of my jiu-jitsu, most of the good stuff at any good player happens not just with one move, but with a sequence and combinations of moves. And oftentimes, they have to repeat that sequence and have to repeat that combination until they get it. Being persistent is one of the best qualities of a good jiu-jitsu player. And not just persistent with one move, but persistent in pressuring, persistence in combinations, persistence in the technique. Persistence. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Amber, I hope that answers your question. I want to see you train different combinations. The more combinations you have, the more your opponent has to watch out for, the more ability that you're going to gain, and the more jujitsu that you're going to see. You're going to mess up. You're going to get your guard passed. You're going to get submitted. But the combinations will come. They will be more fluid each and every day. Just keep training. Keep going. Keep drilling. All right, y'all. I love you very much. Remember, train hard, train smart, and never, ever quit. I will see you on the next one. Have a great day.